Hey y'all, it's Cass. And it's Jess. And we are the Long Distance Fangirls. Today we are continuing on with the Take Me Home album and we are covering the songs They Don't Know About Us, Summer Love, and She's Not Afraid. We hope you enjoy. So, Jess, I hope you had a good holiday. Do you have any good stories, anything good to talk about with your holiday? Thank you. I hope you did as well. Um, Christmas was pretty chill and laid back. Um, Being in London with the new strain of COVID, it's tier four here. So, unfortunately, we were not able to go to Jack's family's house. And honestly, it's probably for the best right now with everything being so uncertain with the pandemic nobody wants to get anybody else sick so maybe it was a blessing in disguise who knows but jack and i had a great little christmas celebration with our tiny little tree and our two little stockings so that was really fun nice and then yeah and then we actually played um yahtzee over the phone with my grandma and my parents which was really fun too um i love virtual game nights which is why one of the reasons why we had one on New Year's Eve, me, you, and a couple of our friends. Yeah, that's a tradition for Jess and I, and we weren't going to let COVID stop it this year. No, we've had, I'm trying to think, I think in the last like eight years, there's only been one New Year's Eve that we haven't spent together. Yes, it's kind of a thing where... So in my family, I have two brothers, and we each growing up kind of had a holiday that we would do a big party with our friends for. So for me, it was Halloween, but for my brothers, it was New Year's Eve. So that was my day that I needed to get out of the house ASAP. And of course, Jess always welcomed me with open arms in her house. So it started off as just me like hiding in Jess's house to be out of mine. But then it just grew into our own tradition that we always did together, too. So we would do game nights. And we tried this year, we did Cards Against Humanity online. And that was a lot of fun. It was really fun. And as much as I love that you and I have spent so many of them, just us two, and also including another friend of ours pretty closely the last couple of years, it was really nice to invite some other new faces into the crowd as well this year. I think it added a fun dynamic. Yeah, and it's it's really fun to see how we've evolved and we've included, you know, some of our personal friends, like Jess invited some friends from college that I've since gotten to know from Jess's wedding and stuff like that. And it's really fun to be able to keep those connections as well outside of just, you know, your wedding and planning for stuff like that. Yeah, honestly, I would super do it again. I don't know if everybody would agree to that, but I would do it again, not on a holiday. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of fun, but I hope we get to keep doing that every year, despite you living across <laughs> an ocean now. We will, you know what, New Year's, all along, I said that when I moved to London, Jack and I would go to his family's house before Christmas slash like for Christmas, and then we'd go fly to the U.S. for the week between Christmas and New Year's so I could be at home for New Year's Eve. I've said that all along. And <laughs> if it weren't for stupid COVID, that would have happened. Wow, that's okay. It was it was fun to get to try out this online thing because we found this really good website and it actually worked really well and it was a lot of fun. And there were a whole bunch of new cards that like aren't in the normal pack. 
So it was yeah, cool. I liked that they merged all the different packs together, so you kind of got like a variety of different things. Yes, I agree, a hundred percent. But enough about me. Tell me about your holidays. Yeah, so we obviously did New Year's together. Christmas, kind of the same thing where, you know, usually Christmas Eve, my dad's side, we all get together. And it's we have a big family on that side, so it's like the one day a year we all get to see each other. But that, of course, was canceled this year because of COVID, so it's a little sad. I haven't seen anybody on that side of the family in a year now, despite us all living really close. So that was a little sad, but it was still, I was so, so grateful that I was able to go home, period, because I got to see, you know, my mom, dad, my brothers, and my future sister-in-law, and that was enough for me, because (laughs) it's been a long, it was a long 2020. We're in 2021 now, so things are looking up, but yeah, it was super nice to get to go home and see everybody just for a little bit and see my dog because I missed my dog a lot too. <laughs> Kira! Yes. How is Kira? She's doing well. She's, you know, she's getting older, so she just sleeps a lot. But the one, like, 15-minute interval in the day that she likes to play, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just got a new puppy, and let me tell you, I yes! would do anything oh for him to sleep. We have to, to talk more. about him. We have to talk about you you can say his name, the cuteness that you now have. Should I do the full name or just the shortened name? That's oh no, we want, the, we want the full experience, the full name. Okay, the full experience. His name is Lord Oreo Roscoe Ping Wild the First. The first. There's gonna be future Lord Oreos. <laughs> Love no, that. I think. Here's the thing. Jack really wanted a posh name for our dog, and I was about that, but I was also like, let's do something cutesy. And then the family had already named this puppy Oreo, and we're like, oh my god, that fits so well. So we had to just, like, I don't know, make it sound a little bit more preppy, I guess. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because you had told me some of the names you were thinking about. I mean, you guys had, like, these really regal royal names in mind and I was like you know that kind of works you know living in London and all of that and then you said his name's Oreo (laughs) what that's a complete 180 from because I mean you guys were talking about what like Kingsley and all these regal names Kingsley Hugo Barkley like just like really fancier names and then we landed on Oreo and you want to know what sold Jack and I on Oreo what's that my dad, when we were, like, still in the process of deciding if we were going to get this dog and if what we were going to name him if we did, when he heard that the dog was currently called Oreo, he's like, oh, great, when he gets fat in the future, you can call him Double Stuff. <laughs> oh, that is very much something I could see your dad saying. Very much. I know. I know. I love it was that. so funny. We, my, I think Jack was just, like, over the moon when he heard that. And he was like, yep. That's our dog. He's Oreo. I love that. That's great. How's it been going with the puppy training? Because he's, like, fresh, right? He's only, like, eight, nine weeks, isn't he? Yeah, he'll be nine weeks in, like, two days or something like that. I don't even know. He's, I call him a demon dog. Um, That might be mean, but he truly is a little terror for, like, this is how the day goes. We wake him up in the morning, which he actually, Actually, has been doing pretty good at night. 
So I, I, I shouldn't even call him a demon dog just for that reason, because we do get at least like six hours uninterrupted sleep every night. Mm-hmm. But then when we get him up in the morning, he goes freaking nuts for two hours. Just like two hours straight, this dog is just running around. Like, well, he's been sleeping and he's got to get out the energy. Yeah, he also likes to bite a lot. Um, me specifically, he bites Jack's feet, but he likes to bite my my neck, my nose, my wow. hand, my clothes. He's already ripped a sock, a hole in one of my socks, which I was not happy about. Um, but, but you that's, know, that's part of having a puppy. Too, yeah, so. I was saying, isn't that kind of pretty typical puppy stuff? Because I mean, they are. It's very weird to think about because, like, I – because we got my dog when she was one, so there really wasn't any puppy training to do, really. So it's very weird to think about, like, oh, yeah, they are babies. Like, they're they're like human babies. Like, they do all the same. They sleep. They eat. They chew. And then they're kind of done for the day, you know? It's just really weird to think about. Yeah, it's been tough um, in terms of – I think the biting is what – Jack and I are both, like, the most upset about because, like, it doesn't feel very good, obviously. Yeah. But it also, like, we don't want that to transition to, like, when we finally can have guests over in the future. We don't want we, – we're just trying to, like, fix it now and yeah. it's not going well in the first week at all. Yeah, it's a habit you got to break. But it takes time to – I mean, again, kind of like a kid. Like, it takes time to break those bad habits. <laughs> Yeah, like teach too. You could almost say like, because yeah. kids don't know, and obviously neither do puppies. So it'll be fine. I I think right now I'm just like really tired. I had the morning shift today, so I got up mm-hmm. early after going gotcha. to bed late, and so I'm a little sleepy. But it's okay because we're here to talk about One Direction, and that's gonna wake yes. me up. Oh my god, this episode, y'all! I these three songs together. I just I love this episode. I have to say, like these three songs. I love them so much, and I, I can already tell that we kind of have differing viewpoints, but just, <laughs> I, I'm so excited for this, because I truly love all of these songs, and I don't think I really have anything bad to say about any of them. Despite the fact that I put a couple of them kind of low, I do think it's a fun episode to come back with because like obviously we've had a bit of a break other than our very special episode which if you haven't listened to you should check out because it was a lot of fun but honestly the songs on this like are pretty high energy they're just overall I mean the middle one's not high energy but just in general they're good songs yeah so let's start off with first we're talking about they don't know about us and I I have to say I this song was so different to me because it started with the piano and I absolutely loved the song solely because of that piano beginning because they do a lot of ballads but they do a lot of acoustic guitar ballads not piano ballads and I just like this song made me want to learn how to play piano and like all this stuff it's really like not overly that special but I just love the piano beginning it's something different for them it is. I like the piano beginning as well. When I was going through the songs and trying to figure out where I was going to rank them, I always compare it to some of the other songs kind of at the same like level as them mm-hmm. in rating. And I was like, this has like a really good opening. But that said, I actually thought this reminded me a lot of like a 90s boy band ballad. Like maybe yes. it was just like 
the tone or the lyrics. I don't know, but it reminded me a lot of a 90s boy band. Well, and the beat of it, too. Like, yes, it has that piano beginning, but then it kind of gets to that, like, da-da-da, and that just kind of has, like, a 90s, like, bop your head back and forth type of ballad. I don't yeah, know. But I completely I agree. agree. It, it gives you that, like, in-sync ballad vibes. <laughs> it does, and I don't know if it was the harmonies or if it was the, um, I don't, like, I don't even know what the right word would be. I want to... I'm sure it's not chord progression, but that kind of also is a word that's coming to my brain right now. So I'm not going to try to talk music because I'm not educated enough to do <laughs> I'm so. Not but <laughs> but there we go. The beat of the song kind of reminded me of the first thing that came to my mind, too, was like 90s, early 2000s boy band. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page with that. I wonder if we're going to be on the same page with this. This song was literally all Zane. <laughs> It was, he sings the chorus of this, right? Oh, let me check. I think he sings the first verse. He does I sing a lot. Sings, he, he does sings sing the all chorus. over the place. Yeah. I do know uh, he sings the chorus because there's a specific line in the chorus that I wanted to point out. It's the, they don't know about the up all nights. And I thought that was just kind of a cute reference, bring back to the first album being called up all night. Cause there's not a ton of tie between the albums specifically and I just thought that was nice that they kind of gave a little ode to Up All Night. Oh that's a really good idea. I didn't um even put that together. That's such a cute and clever little thing. Yeah I guess it, it is just the chorus and then all of his like riffs and stuff at the end because god there's a lot of them. Exactly and that's why it feels like it's a lot of him because when he does these riffs they're so they're memorable but they're also just like big and I don't want to say in your face because it's not like I don't like them. Of course I like them. But they just stand out comparative to what the other guys do. Yes, I completely agree with that. Also, I have a question and I'm hoping you'll know the answer to it. There, There's like a saying going on in the background of the chorus. And it happens twice in the first chorus. And it happens once in the second one and geniuslyrics.com um or genius.com whatever um says that on the second one it's they don't know but it does not sound like they don't know in the first one and i want to know what you think it says in the first chorus yeah i think it says damn girl but i don't know (laughs) i heard it it did sound like damn girl i'm assuming it's supposed to be like (laughs) maybe it is they don't know again Again, but it's I not, swear to God, it sounds like damn girl. <laughs> I feel like it's probably supposed to be this right, because that's when he goes something supposed to feel this right, but it doesn't sound like that. It does sound like damn girl. Yeah, it does. I I mean, I don't know if we'll ever know because I didn't see it on any lyric site. No, because they don't know I've waited all my life just to find a love that feels this right this right but it sounds like damn girl (laughs) and it's like the way they say it too it's like this right like damn girl like I don't even know it's like (laughs) either way that is a question I had for you because I listened to that part I swear so many times trying to decipher what I didn't even notice that how interesting what I think I've always noticed it like and I think I've always said it as damn girl, so maybe that's why I'm like, 
But now I'm thinking about it, and it doesn't make sense that they would be swearing this early on because they don't make a habit of it anywhere. Okay, um, I don't know if this would be any different. You have the CD, don't you? Slash, At home. Oh, because I was going to say all the lyrics are inside of CDs in the sleeves. You know, my mom went on a nice expedition in cleaning last night at three in the morning. So if she does that again, um, maybe I'll see if she can find it. Yeah, take a a picture and see if it says in there. Because those are usually the most specific or where you can find the most information about the songs is in those little sleeves and vinyls and CDs and stuff like that. That's true. That's one of the reasons I always bought the physical copy of the CDs, actually. Yes, this is one that I don't have. But anyways, back to the song. One thing I did want to say also, just like in general, like lyrics of the song, of course, they're back to love. They always sing about love. That's all they sing about. But this one is a little different because I don't know. This one kind of just as a fan made me swoon a little bit because like it's an anthem for them. Like, about their relationships, people not knowing what's truly going on with the people that they're in relationships with. And, you know, what we see from paparazzi, from photos, whatever, is not what really their relationships are like. And I just thought that was, it made me be like, you know, you're like, if I was in a relationship with them, they'd treat me so right. Like, they wouldn't tell the whole world. Like, you know, that type of thing. It's, It's stupid. But... It kind of makes you swoon. It does. And it kind of goes back to, to me. Actually, I just had a thought and I hate that I had this thought, but I feel like TikTok has ruined me because I get a lot of Larry content on TikTok. I was going to <laughs> I keep this seeing song. of this song and Larry Shippers taking this song and saying it's about Larry. I could see it. But neither of the boy, none of the boys, for that matter, are credited on this song. So I'm sure it's not about Larry. And I'm sure it's just written by producers, you know, like, who are like, oh, well, this will relate to anybody that they date. Because you know how speculative all the fans have always been about anybody that the guys get in a relationship with. They're like, oh, they're not really dating. Oh, they're not really dating. Like, I don't think... Niall was ever confirmed to have a girlfriend the entire time he was in One Direction because nobody wanted to admit that the one single guy finally was dating somebody. I know. Well, and they still are like that with him, even though I'm pretty sure he has a girlfriend. But he has for a while, too. Yeah. And so I agree. This song was just kind of like taken by Larry. And, you know, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of TikToks, too, of people being like when the boys slipped up and talking about. Larry, like, Niall's reactions or Liam's reactions to, like, Louie making a face or something like that. And it kind of does make me think that, you know, maybe there was something. But it's just, like, this was blown so out of the water and just, like, I don't know. Because it's, like, maybe they are singing from personal experience. But like you said, they didn't write this song. So is it specifically about Larry? No. Could they be singing from uh, personal experience? Possibly. <laughs> I I don't know. I The Larry thing is, I know you and I aren't like really like huge Larry shippers by any means. Not that we would not support it, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't something that like we got super into like other people did. 
No, I, I got into a lot of One Direction conspiracy theories, but for some reason I never got onto the Larry train. And here's my thing with it. Currently, Eleanor and Louis are still dating. I find it very hard to believe that, what is it now, like four or five years since One Direction is like donezo. I find it very hard to believe that she would still be in the picture if it was fake. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that was all I had to say about this song. The only other thing I had to say was just a really quick note. Uh, It's where Harry says time girl on the second verse. I swear to God, ever since I was 16 years old, I have been hyperventilating and dying to that part of the song because I don't know why but it just like it speaks to me I don't know if it's the tone I don't know if it's just like the notes I I don't know but man I <laughs> it awakened me again today <laughs> love that I didn't have anything specifically like that with this song but I do in some of our uh, later songs this episode so <laughs> oh girl the next song, you're about to see me go fangirl nutty because there was something <laughs> I realized. Oh my god, we we got to just move on. Let's let's rate this song. Okay, I gave this song a three and a half. Ooh, okay. Which, like, obviously very average song, not like blown out of the water, but not bad in any way. But I gave it that extra half just because I did like it so much because of the piano. Honestly, it's the piano that like puts it up. Bumps it that one half point. It's the piano for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I gave this song a three, so pretty close to yours, even though I'm looking at our list right now, and they're in very Very different different spots. spots. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that said, the three, it's nothing bad. Like, I don't dislike this song, and I want to make that very clear. I just think other songs on the album are better. Yeah. I mean, it's very middle, and we'll get to the full ranking at the end, but mine is, like, smack dab in the middle. Yeah, it actually is. (laughs) So, but with that, let's go on to Summer Love. Summer Love. I love this song. I've been obsessed with this song since it first came out, and I'm so excited for this one. (laughs) We, okay, to start, we have to talk about the concert, the first concert. Oh, hell yeah, we do. The... First concert we went to, which I just looked because there is a picture. Okay, hang on. Starting I actually, be- I think I know where it is. I think I know where it is. <laughs> I have just spent literally 45 minutes scourging our social medias trying to find this picture. And all I could come up with is a picture of Jess and I and another one of our friends in front of the stage at this concert. That's all I could find. But anyways, so. Back 2013, I think it was July 14th or 15th, maybe 13th, middle of July, this was the Take Me Home tour, obviously, and this was Jess and I's first One Direction concert, and we made a poster for the concert, and we used rainbow poster board, and it said, will you be my summer love? I found it. You found it? Yeah, it was archived on my social, or on my Instagram can you send that to me right now? I, I literally just did. Oh my god. I don't have a better picture than that, which no, is why I archived is, it. This is the picture. Okay, it didn't say, will you be my summer love? It says, be our summer love. And oh, I knew there was a picture somewhere. Oh my god, this makes me so happy. It's so funny because you can tell that three people designed this because the font on each word is so it's different. different. 
<laughs> I remember that, like, I tried to clean it up at the end and try to make it look similar, but, yeah, it's it's definitely... It. A, I can see where you tried to do that, actually, because some of... Yeah, but it's still... It's a 2013 concert poster look, definitely, but, oh, my God, I'm so glad you found that. But also, the... Okay, so... Home for the holidays, you know, and we all know about my uh, escapade in drawing One Direction lyrics. I found the full notebook, and I had a really good drawing for Summer Love, too. (laughs) And I can tell that I took how I wrote the love for my drawing and put it on that poster. (laughs) So what we're saying, guys, is you're going to be getting some lovely artwork from us. (laughs) on social media so be sure to go follow us there if you're not already because oh boy are you in for a treat but yeah so this song obviously meant a lot to us because we were making it our poster making it a lyric drawing like I I also genuinely really really liked this song it was just again it's another just kind of you're to me okay this song is like a look out your window and shed a tear kind of pining for a summer love type of song and they do a lot of ballads they do a lot of singing about love but this one just kind of made me feel some type of way it was a little different because they made it a summer love you know yeah it always like reminded me of camp in a way which I didn't go to a lot of like in the woods cabins all of the like outdoorsy stuff I never went to a camp like that growing up so I don't know why or like took me to this place that I've never been but I always like pictured it being at a camp you're out in the woods and you have to say goodbye you've been there you've been together for the summer having a great time doing all these fun activities and then boom this is all it's ever going to be we're only ever going to be camp lovers and I'm like wow I feel like I'm describing some lifetime movie but no it reminds me of like the last song or whatever Nicholas Sparks movie is about a summer love like (laughs) yeah actually you know what it's reminding me of I don't know why but now that I've read Looking for Alaska and I know that ends in tragedy, forgetting the tragedy, yes. it reminds me of that some like kind of yes. vibe, to be quite honest with you. Uh, we love Looking for Alaska. We do. I can't believe I just read it this year, but or last year. God. <laughs> but, yes. But, yeah. I was just like, this is such a... I know in Up All Night we talked about it a lot, but, like, that looking out my window while it's raining and just, like, like leaving camp, leaving your summer love behind, even though, like, we never experienced this. But it's it's fun to, like, put yourself in those shoes and pretend that you have. I think, like, no, I I think you and I both went to camps, and I don't know if you had any crushes when you were away at camp. I know there were people that I thought were cute, but... I don't know. I was always shy. I never talked to anybody. Yeah, no. I knew them already. And I only went to, like, one, like, away summer camp, and that wasn't until, like, my junior year of high school or something like that. So I never felt this way about somebody. But, you know, like, how we did the summer shows and stuff in town, that was kind of, to me, like, our camp, where it was like, okay, we're spending, like, a month or two with these people like really close and it's your time to kind of grow those feelings about somebody you know yeah and that, that's what this reminds me of I completely agree that's a really good way to put it because I don't know I think people got really sad after those shows I, what did what did <laughs> our director always call like 
post-show depression or something like that. Well, it's like the the quote-unquote like post-concert depression that people get after concerts. Uh, so That's funny. a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. But another point about this song that I wanted to make was this song is written fully by the boys. And I Is it really? Yes. It's like the one fully by them song. All right. I gotta know which guy had this experience. Yeah. I gotta know. Who truly wrote this song? You know, like, it's yeah. like the... I know when, like, recently Liam's talked about how they wrote, like, Better Than Words and stuff like that. How it's just, like, somebody gets the idea and then they all do it together. And I'm like, who sparked the idea for this song, you know? Because somebody started it. Who who had the summer love? I want to know. This is somebody's story. I bet it's Louis. I almost bet you it's Louis. It feels like a Louis story. And Louis writes a lot of One Direction songs later. Like, he seemed like a big writer for them, so I could definitely see that. I agree. He was also the oldest, whereas the others might not have, like, yes. especially, like, Harry and Niall. Like, they were babies when they got in there. Experience. Yeah, that's true. Right. Also, I'm on Spotify right now just because I wanted to see, like, their names written for myself. And they spelled Zane's name wrong, which kind of is irritating me looking at it right now. Yikes. I have another quick comment here, actually, speaking of Niall, it reminded me, I never knew that he sang the chorus. That was literally my next, my next no, I have in all caps, Niall sings the chorus, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> my comment was truly always thought that the damn chorus was sung by Liam, but it's Niall, all in caps. Uh, no wonder I was obsessed with this song. Like, truly, like, what? What? I- <laughs> I always thought it was Zane, and it is Niall and Zane, but Niall starts it in the first part that they do it. And his harmonies with Zane halfway through the chorus, oh my gosh. I forget that Niall can harmonize so well because it's so background, and back then we weren't as focused on it. But he's so good at harmonizing. He is. He's the Like, honestly, I feel like constantly put on the harmonies and that's one reason we don't hear him so much um even in later albums because i feel like he's he's that guy he's the yeah. one that they could always have to hit the notes yeah and it's just it's so good oh i love that he sings the chorus it just like changed this whole song for me even though we already loved it so much obviously with our rainbow poster <laughs> so true um that's all i had to say about this song i thought I love it. I just love it. I thought I had another note, but I'm... Oh, okay, I have one more note. No, this is important. Um, The final chorus, so they switch between voices on each, like, lyric phrase. And it brought me back to the first song that I ever noticed them doing that on, which is If I Could Fly, which I know isn't until Made in the AM, so it's much in the future. But um, I just wanted to make reference to that because... I actually never realized they did that earlier before If I Could Fly. And If I Could Fly is one of my favorite songs. And part of the reason for that is because they do that lyric switch thing. And I'm just, like, mesmerized by it. So there you go. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That is one of my favorite parts of If I Could Fly. And that's one of my top songs, too. And I didn't notice that they did it as much earlier as well. So it is nice to see that a lot of people love If I Could Fly. And so it's nice to see that. They did it earlier, and we can appreciate these songs as well for it. 
They did it differently in this one, though, where not, I think Niall gets his own solo at the beginning, and then it switches to two voices on a lyric instead of just one. And obviously, If I Could Fly really works well because it's like a message from the boys to their fans, and it's all of them coming, like saying one thing after the other. And we'll get to this when we get to that song. But like, yeah, there's a lot to analyze with that one. That's gonna be. Oh boy. Oh, I'm so excited for that album. But anyway, oh my god, <laughs> sorry. Gotta wrap I have up the feels now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have a lot right. to get through. Let's rate. Let's rate. Okay. <laughs> I gave this song a four. Just. There's the, it, I've said what I've said. It's it's a four. I gave it a four to... I'm like questioning where I have it on my ranking, which I haven't said yet, so maybe I'll go switch it. But yes, I also gave it a four. Yeah, I also switched another song on here to a different rating because I was going through and updating. But yeah, fours across the board. Now, time for She's Not Afraid. Which I think we have very differing viewpoints on. Oh, we definitely have differing viewpoints on this song. I, my first thing that I said was this song is like a long lost bop. I just, I love this song. It's so fun. It's so fun. This album is just full of fun songs. Okay. Is it fun? Yes. Would I ever choose to listen to this song? (gasps) You don't? I don't think so. Oh, I I do. I search for this song and listen to it. Oh, no wonder. Okay, I don't think I've listened to this song since, like, back in the day. This, to me, is just such a good, like, dance around. And, I mean, again, it's what they always do. It's the singing about a girl, and it's instead of being the ballad, now it's, like, the high-energy dance around your room type. But I'm just, like, it's it's so good. And to me... Most of my notes on this are on their singing. I think that they do very well in this song, both singing and how they uh, lined up the boys. Because I love when Niall and Louie have verses together. And I think it's the second verse in this one they have together. Those two are just really playful. And I think with this song it works because it is a playful song. And I just love their verse together. I agree with that. I actually had a note here saying that all the guys sound great. Um, except I will say this, I think Niall actually took a step back in terms of, um, tone here. He almost sounds like he does on Up All Night, which actually makes me wonder if they recorded this one early, because it actually reminds me of an Up All Night song, but Louie sounds amazing. This is one of my favorite Louie songs, I'll say that. And I think Zane absolutely, like, destroyed the chorus in a good way. Like, it's so good to me like right. he just he goes all in on this chorus i have a thought on zane with this song so not just this song but kind of just like lately i've been realizing this as we've gone through and especially with they don't know about us too it's no wonder he left early <laughs> they made him work so hard while yeah. all the other guys just chill in the background and get the melody like I think (laughs) they saw his potential so early. Because, I mean, he did have that early potential. Unlike, you know, Niall and Louie, who had to work a little harder for it, Zane, like, had it. And they knew he had it. And they just burnt him out. They did. Honestly, I think, I'm not saying that, I'm sure the touring and the constant press and all of that, like, is what really wore him down. But let's be real here. Whose vocal cords were getting slammed every night? 
Yeah. Not Liam's. <laughs> yeah, Liam really doesn't have much in this song, which is surprising with how much he sang in uh, Up All Night. But in this song, all he has are the pre-choruses. Yeah, that's Two true. Two of the three, because there's three pre-choruses. Actually, he's been kind of a background figure for this entire episode. Like, he's not really stood out to me, nor has he really had, like, a significant role in any yeah. of the last like I have a note on everybody but him because on this song I have to say Harry on the bridge sounds so mature to me like it just it kind of it killed me a little I was like he's so because his voice was one of those that I think had some of the most drastic change I mean they all did obviously all of their voices dropped as in their time in one direction and all of that except for maybe Louie but Harry had a significant change and this bridge just like it hit me I was like oh my god yeah it it, he he changed yeah I don't think I noticed it when I was listening but thinking back to it like it does sound a little bit deeper and I don't know it kind of reminds me more of maybe how he sounds now even a little bit too so that's a good note I just they're singing in this song it got me (laughs) also while we're talking about them singing the I forgot that Niall has a little laugh after the last pre-chorus, and it was so cute. It, like, took me off guard, and I was like, oh, he's so cute. I love how playful he is. I always thought that he was, like, the serious, like, just, he didn't care, I feel like, about anything. He just was always, like, in it for the fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he, of any of the guys, of all of the guys, he's the one that I think enjoyed the time in One Direction the most. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I there in the background, but like from what we saw, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, I just I think the whole song is playful and I think that little laugh that they threw in kind of just added to the playfulness of the song. And I just it's really nothing special. Like there's nothing standoutish about the song. It's just fun for me. It's just a good especially after having these two ballads back to back, it's a nice little pick me up to me. I think the placement of the song is what takes it above for me, too. Like, if you're going in order and you're listening, this is a really good pick-me-up song. That's a fair assessment, I think. Especially for what's to come. Because I know our upcoming episodes, we're getting back into more ballads again. And I like that this is a good little pick-me-up right in the middle. I do want to backtrack for a hot second because I actually just had a thought. And I want to know what you're thinking. Do you think that laugh... Or, like, you know how sometimes they add little sound effects to songs? Do you think that those are purposefully placed all the time? Or do you think sometimes they just, like, catch that when they're in the recording studio and they just add it in because they thought it was, like, cute? I hope that it's something that they caught in the recording studio. And I think they definitely did that later, especially with, like, the most obvious is Olivia and Made in the Mm -hmm. AM in the beginning, obviously. But I think, and I like to hope that it was just a very nicely placed laugh that he did while recording, but it's also so nicely placed. that It's like, maybe they put it there. So I hope that it was a natural thing that happened, but I'm not going to stand here and say that it was because who knows? That's fair. I just wanted to know your thoughts because I'd never really considered, because there's a lot of songs like that, not just One Direction that like, oh, it's a utilize huge stuff thing. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think people know that, 
we kind of, it's a way for us to see the real them. Like I know now a lot of people put voicemails into songs, like specifically, I mean, obviously Harry and Cherry, but like Noah Cyrus <laughs> has done it and other people, they just put voicemails in and it makes them seem more real and it makes the song seem more genuine. And I think the laugh kind of brings that genuine feel to this song. And I, like I said, I hope it's real and I hope that it's something that actually happened and kind of made them realize that it was a good thing for them. And that's why they started doing it with like Olivia and stuff like that. But who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, I don't really have any other notes on this song. I don't know if you do. Nope. I just wanted to say how happy it made me. <laughs> how much <laughs> I like this song. But I'm ready to rate it if you are. Yeah. Uh, I gave it a 2.5. I know oh that's below God. average, but honestly, like, the real reason is it just doesn't compare to a lot of the other songs on the album. I think for me, and I said this before, it sounds like it went backwards to Up All Night for me, and I think that's why it's such a low rating. I gave this song a four. <laughs> it is much higher on my list than it is yours. Just because, and I mean, like I said, I like it. I think it's very well placed. It kind of picks you up. It makes me happy every time I hear it. And I have, it's not a skippable song for me, like some of the ones on this album. That's fair for you. And <laughs> But I think we need to do the full album rank because I see where you place the song and I have qualms with it. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go first then? Yep, I do. Okay. Number 14, She's Not Afraid. <laughs> Do you want to say your piece? I just think that's wrong. I think below back for you. you. Listen. Listen. <laughs> <Ew>. Listen. <laughs> I listened back for you again. And She's Not Afraid. And She's Not Afraid is just goofier. And I just like. That is I, just. That okay. Is wrong on so many levels. I would listen to back for you before She's Not Afraid. I said it. There you go. <laughs> Okay, let's hear the rest of your list. All right, 13, Back For You. 12, Live While We're Young. 11, They Don't Know About Us. 10, Change My Mind. 9, Kiss You. 8, Last First Kiss. 7, Over Again. 6, I Would. 5, Heart Attack. Number 4, Summer Love. 3, Little Things. 2, Come On, Come On. And of course, in number one, Rock Me. Our lists are becoming vastly different now. <laughs> but for mine, in Dead Last, we have Last First Kiss. Number 13, Come On, Come On. Number 12, Back For You. 11, Over Again. 10, Change My Mind. 9, Live While We're Young. 8, They Don't Know About Us. 7, She's Not Afraid. 6, Heart Attack. Five, Summer Love. Four, I Would. Three, Little Things. Two, Kiss You. And one is Rock Me. Yay! Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're really different. Yep, they are. <laughs> very, <laughs> very different. But I will just say this, though. For you saying, I know you put She's Not Afraid really high, but Back For You isn't exactly like the last rung for you. So It's... It's in the bottom three. I think that's okay. It, but it's let's gonna stay look at in the what's coming three. up. Seriously, it's gonna be. Is it really? Actually, I don't know. These next three, I don't love. 
get ready for the next episode to be some major slams because I don't have anything good to say about the next three, I don't think. <laughs> I genuinely cannot think of how nobody compares goes right now, so <laughs> there's I that. Can, and it's not great. <laughs> great. Looking forward to next week, y'all. <laughs> but I don't know if you want to do a quick um, solo update. So here's the thing. Between Christmas and New Year's, I actually made a habit of not being on my phone very much. So I don't really know a whole lot that's going on. And also, um, I know Harry just put out a new music video, but I haven't watched it yet. That was the only thing I had to talk about was just uh, that video. And I guess all I have to say is I love that song. Honestly, the last three songs on... That album, Canyon Moon, Treat People with Kindness, and Fine Line are my three favorite songs of the album. So I just was so happy that he made a music video out of that because I wasn't sure if... I didn't... I truly, honestly did not think that one would get one. I thought it would maybe be Cherry or something like that. And I'm so glad he did because, I, like I said, I love this song. It's such a happy, feel-good song. It has a wonderful message. And... The vi- the video was great, of course. He looked great. Phoebe Waller-Bridge looked great. They had matching outfits, and they danced. And it was just cute. It was feel-good, and it, was, it came out on New Year's Day, and it was just a great way to start 2021. Just a nice little dance that I want to learn, but I don't have anybody to learn it with. <laughs> Oh my god, when we reunite, I haven't watched the video, so I don't know what dance you're talking about, and if I can't do it on my one foot, I apologize for saying this. But we should learn it when we finally get to be together, is, and we should post it's it. It's so cute. It's just such a fun little dance, and it's a really nice... Of course, this is kind of Harry's thing of breaking the gender norms, but, you know, like, it ends with him being dipped, not Phoebe, and I think oh, the fact cute. that they're dressed... The same also kind of helps that. And they look a lot alike, too. So <laughs> I think it just kind of works where it's just kind of like they're one unit and it's not a gender thing. It's just them dancing, doing what they want, having fun to a really fun song. So loved the video. Thought it was great. Loved the song. So glad that it got a music video because it deserved one. I think it's so funny. You and I... Our music tastes, like, just are blaringly different because <laughs> the last three songs on Fine Line are probably my least favorite songs on the album. That's blasphemy to say that Fine Line is one of your least favorite songs on the album. I think Fine Line is my least favorite song <laughs> Oh, girl, you're going to have a crowd with torches coming after you because that, master- that song is a masterpiece. But that is a discussion for another day if you guys want an episode on harry's album let us know because at the moment we aren't sure if we're going to be doing that so yeah it's a good thing to figure out i guess but (laughs) we still have some time we have a lot left of we got a lot of one direction to get through (laughs) oh my gosh we're not even close well we have at least two more episodes of take me home so yeah buckle up friends and then we'll be almost halfway through but Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening today. This was a really fun episode, a really nice one to start off 2021 with, I thought, and a really good time. I agree. I've missed doing this so much. It was great to take a break and just kind of, like I said, be off my phone for a while and all that. But 
in general, I'm like so glad to be back and like getting in the swing of things right away. First week. It's going to be good. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed this episode, follow us on our social medias. We're on all the big ones at LD Fangirls Pod, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're thinking about maybe doing other things this new year. So let us know if you want to see other social medias. Hopefully our audio is going to improve next week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll get there. But we also have a Facebook group. If you guys want to join it, get the full community experience. And we'll talk about One Direction. Let us know what you think of these songs. Let us know what you think of She's Not Afraid. Are you on Jess's side or my side? Let us know. <laughs> these are the important things. And, like, we genuinely want to hear from you. We want this to be a really, like, big community. And, and in terms of, like, energy and engagement and stuff, we'd love if you send us a DM. We're not going to think you're weird. We're welcoming all sorts of communication because... Honestly, that's what we miss so much about the fandom, I think, is just the camaraderie of being a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah, the friendships but. we've made, all of that, it's a huge part. It's more than just us talking about the songs. Yes, we genuinely care about what you'll say. And honestly, if you send us something, we might even include it in the podcast. So maybe a little extra incentive to, like, break the ice. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, but, you know, oh! it's... One thing I do want to say, it is a new year, all of that, so it's a good time for us to reflect on this podcast, too. We've had over 10 episodes now, so if there are things you want to see, if you want to see guests, if you want to see more stories about us, if you, whatever you want to know, please let us know. This is not just us. It is us being Jess and I. It is us as a group, you know? Exactly, and I want to stress that as well, like, use the oh use the reviews as a way to tell us like what you want and if you don't use the reviews if you don't want to make it that formal again social media is a great place to just like drop us a line and be like hey here's what i'd like to see or hey this is what i'd like to hear more of or less of we're very open to criticism as long as you let us know respectfully so yeah of course so thank you guys so much for all of your dedicated listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Yes. And hopefully this year is a good year. We're going to keep going, reflecting on the nostalgia, keep the good feelings up. And I hope this year is really great for all of you as well. Yes. Happy 2021, y'all. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.